This episode is brought to you by AARP. 18 years from tonight, Grant Gill will become a comedy legend when he totally kills it at his improv class's graduation performance. Knees will be slapped. Hilarity will ensue. That's why he's already keeping himself in shape and razor sharp today with wellness tips and tools from AARP to help make sure his health lives as long as he does. Because the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org slash healthy living. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hi again, and welcome back to The Savvy Psychologist. I'm your host, Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, and as you can hear, I have a cold. But the show must go on, so every week, this one included, I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. Now, unless you had magical childhood luck or were homeschooled in the wilderness, you probably tangled with a mean girl or bully back in the day. Unfortunately, mean girls and bullies grow up and go to work, or you might just encounter them again, just without the lockers and swirlies this time around. Therefore, this week, we'll talk about nine tips to deal with workplace bullying. Unfortunately, grown-up queen bee and bullying behavior remains the same as the dark days of junior high. It systematically targets a colleague with the intention to intimidate, undermine, or degrade. And the same tricks get recycled too, Gossip, sabotage, exclusion, public shaming, and many other deliberate behaviors. Bullying takes a real and profound toll on stress levels, self-confidence, and if the bullying is prolonged and unfettered, even our grasp on reality. So what to do? Well, tip number one is trust it's not your fault. Sometimes bullying can be so covert and insidious that we start to question ourselves You might wonder, am I really the least valuable contributor to this project? Am I somehow inviting this torment by being too quiet, too outspoken, too fill-in-the-blank? Rest assured, you didn't ask for this. You never would have invited being subjected to unfounded criticism, overt exclusion, or targeted gossip that pokes holes in your self-esteem and confidence. So even though it's hard, remember, it's them, not you. Tip number two is make immediate corrections. If the bullying is not yet entrenched, call out the bad behavior when it happens. For instance, if you're not into being called Big Tuna or Pamela Ding Dong, say so right when it happens, in public if possible. Say calmly, that's not my name, please call me Jim. Or, I'm not on board with that, please use my name. Don't try to joke about it or soften it, which could send the message that you're nervous or vulnerable. Just state what you want. The goal is to show that there's no fun or reward in provoking you. Tip number three is don't confront the bully. However, if the bullying is entrenched, contrary to some advice you might see on the interweb, don't confront the bully. You heard that right. Don't demand a change in behavior. Why? Well, put simply, it won't work. Bullying is a systematic campaign, not an oops, my bad. A confrontation just shows the bully that the crusade to get under your skin is working. Tip number four. Find strength in numbers. A 2013 poll asked over 600 bullied workers what they did to take care of themselves while being bullied. And unfortunately, the most popular response was to withdraw from friends and family, 
And the second was to go down a self-destructive path of drinking or overeating. When we think about it, withdrawing and self-medication makes sense. Feeling persecuted, especially without just cause, often makes us turn inward to try to make sense of the emotional twilight zone. Why am I being treated this way? Am I not seeing things clearly? Especially if your aggressor is otherwise well-liked or charismatic, or others don't believe you, all of this can be very isolating. However, about 25% of respondents did report taking care of themselves in a healthy way, like exercising, meditating, or spending more time with family and friends. And this, especially surrounding yourself with support, is the way to go. Indeed, a 2011 study showed that bullied adolescents can promote their mental health and protect their grades by turning to supportive loved ones. And thankfully, the phenomenon doesn't stop with adolescents. Turn to your colleagues, family, and friends to help validate your sense of reality and remind you that you don't deserve this cruel treatment. Tip number five. If you take formal action, keep it about the bottom line. Now, you may be tempted to go to your boss or the bully's boss, but consider going higher. Why? Well, often the bosses know exactly what's going on, but the bully has spent time cultivating that relationship. Read Kissing Up. So they're ingratiated to authority. So to bypass this, go two or three levels higher. Then when you get a meeting, don't make it about your feelings. Don't tell long stories about what the bully did to you. It's not fair, but keep it straightforward and low on emotion. Rehearse your story beforehand with friends, family, or your therapist until you can tell it without getting upset. Also, instead of using the term bully, which can conjure boys will be boys images of schoolyard scuffles, consider using the terms abuse or harassment, both of which have legal connotations and are less dismissible by higher ups. Most importantly, be ready to talk about the problem in terms of the bottom line. Emphasize that your bully's behavior is costing the business in terms of money, time, performance, and morale. If other employees have left due to the bully, bring up the issue of turnover costs, expenses for headhunters, productivity loss to training and startup, and the cost of having positions vacant. Talk about productivity and how stress, distraction, and discord caused by the bully end up costing the whole team. If possible, calculate everything out in dollars. Tip number six, don't accept mediation. Now, one solution that the higher-ups might offer you is mediation. In this case, politely explain that mediation has been shown to be ineffective in cases of workplace bullying. Mediation is a great tool for resolving conflict, but conflict implies equality and a desire on both sides to come to a solution. By contrast, the bully has nothing to gain from mediation and therefore no incentive to participate. So instead, request a transfer of the bully, disciplinary action, or at the very least, an investigation and protection for you. If you get none of these, which is unfortunately probable, start planning your exit. Now, you may also consider asking for a transfer for yourself. However, bringing up bullying when looking for a transfer will do nothing but raise an eyebrow. It'll look like you're trying to engineer an escape. And it's not fair, but instead, when going for a transfer, consider leaving bullying out of the issue. Instead, present it as an opportunity and focus on what skills and strengths you can bring to the new division. Tip number seven, stroking egos can buy you time. Many bullies are narcissists who really do think they're the cat's meow. Other bullies have fragile self-esteem and target those who are threatening to them 
in terms of skills, expertise, or likability. In either case, both types can often be temporarily quelled with a strategic compliment and a statement that you're not out to step on their turf. Now, stop short of making such ingratiation a long-term strategy, but use it judiciously to buy time while you figure out how to leave. Tip number eight, don't prolong your suffering. Get out of there. Unfortunately, according to a 2007 survey commissioned by the Workplace Bullying Institute, 62% of employers did nothing about a bully in their ranks. It can be tempting to stay because of pride or a sense of justice, but just like in cases of domestic abuse, the safest and healthiest thing for you to do is leave. If your organization is big enough, you may be able to transfer within. But especially if your bully or mean girl is the head honcho, discreetly look for another job and get far, far away. And finally, tip number nine, stand up for others. Once you're free of your bully, use your experience to help others in the same predicament. The phenomenon of diffusion of responsibility, where people are less likely to take action when others are present, creates an even more toxic environment out of a bullying scenario. Therefore, even saying something as simple as, quit messing with him, or no one thinks that's funny, can send a message to the bully that their shenanigans are not tolerated. A bully's greatest asset is the collusion of others because it contributes to isolating their target. So breaking ranks with the silent bystanders is one of the best things you can do. So do the right thing. You'll feel good about yourself and maybe gain a grateful friend in the process. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. This episode is brought to you by AARP. 18 years from tonight, Grant Gill will become a comedy legend when he totally kills it at his improv class's graduation performance. Knees will be slapped. Hilarity will ensue. That's why he's already keeping himself in shape and razor sharp today with wellness tips and tools from AARP to help make sure his health lives as long as he does. Because the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org slash healthy living. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. For even more savvy, get every Savvy Psychologist episode delivered straight to your inbox by signing up for the newsletter at quickanddirtytips.com slash newsletters, or subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher, listen on Spotify, or like on Facebook, where you'll find links to lots of archived episodes no longer available on iTunes. As always, thank you so much for listening. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, and of course, The Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and doesn't substitute for mental health care from a licensed professional. I'll see you next week for a happier healthier mind, and hopefully for me, a healthier voice. Take care 
I'll see you then. When your space has the long-lasting, noticeable scent of Airwick Vibrant Essential Mist, you'll want to invite everyone over. From book club to reality TV watch parties, even the in-laws. It smells amazing. Airwick Vibrant Essential Mist is infused with two times more essential oil versus regular Airwick Essential Mist for our most authentic, nature-inspired fragrance experience. Airwick Vibrant Essential Mist is perfectly portable and effortlessly easy. The way fragrance should be. Now that's a breath of fresh Airwick. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.